You're listening to Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Now, from the heart of Amish country, here's Troy and Howie. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Please like us on Facebook, where you can click the anchor link to leave us a voicemail. You can follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. You can even email the show at StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. You can find our merchandise at tchip.com and by searching Stay Tuned. A big thank you to Jesus Perez for helping to set that up for us. And if you need any artistic help, you can look him up on Facebook at Ace in the Hole Signs and Graphics or Dirty Baby Original. And his website is aceintheholesigns.com. We are available on all major podcast platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So please make sure to share, subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate your support. Now, let's get into the show. Oh my gosh, and I, I'm I'm ecstatic. <laughs> I need to get rid of twenty twenty for sure. So Yeah, as do so many people. Honestly. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. So obviously we're not out of the uh we're not out of the um cellar yet, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I do see the light at the end of the tunnel, so to speak, in my opinion. I I, I just I just think with everything happening with the vaccine out and and all that i i do think that we're headed in the right direction yeah so i mean i I know we're not at peak flu season here yet but at least flu season or but at least flu numbers are down this year (laughs) yeah yeah how convenient that is right so Um, i mean you know i guess you could say the masks are at least helping for that right yeah yeah so or is it just not getting diagnosed as a flu? Who knows? And that's that's the other thing, too, because I, I do believe, and uh, don't quote me on this, but I do believe people receive more um, money if the person is diagnosed with COVID as opposed to the flu. Sure, sure, so, I'm sure they do. Yeah, so sure I, can, do. I can see those numbers getting skewed just a little bit. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, I mean, I don't... I don't know how this whole thing works. Is it possible you could have both viruses at the same time? Probably. Yeah, I, I would imagine so. I mean, what um, you know, people had double pneumonia and and COVID mm-hmm. at the same time and and died and you know, yeah, it happens a lot, unfortunately. Yeah. So, what do you think when it comes to twenty twenty? Uh, what are some of the things that we're going to see continue? Maybe indefinitely. Um, like for me, I'm thinking like for me because I work in a hospital setting. Mm-hmm. I can honestly see where I will always have to wear a mask 
Uh, yeah, I can see that too. And I wouldn't be surprised if they don't take as far as food preparation from now on either. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, now I know, I know I've been to a few places where I've seen people behind the counters, either not masking or not mm-hmm. wearing the masks properly. Um, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if I don't see that somehow eventually try to get written into the, uh, the FDA guidelines somehow where mm-hmm. food handlers and preparers need to have some sort of face covering. And, and you know what? I wouldn't be, I, I would be okay with that, honestly. Yeah, I you know? think so. Um, I, mean, I mean, I'm not a fan of wearing a mask. I'll be the first to say, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't, I mean, I went for a hike yesterday and and I'm walking down these trails and and such in the in the wilderness, and I see people wearing masks everywhere, and I'm like, I I don't know, uh, I think you're insane. Yeah, you're but, out in the open, out yeah. in the open air. Why do you need a mask? Yeah, to me, it's like you know what? I'm going out because I don't want to wear a mask. You know, I'm going right. out into this setting because I don't want the mask on, and uh, and and you know what? I'm gonna I'm just gonna be uh, mean here for a second. Um, the people driving in their cars by themselves that have masks on. Yes. I'm sorry, but you're an idiot. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I don't get it. I I do not get it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't get it either. I don't know if they don't want to get their car sick or. Yeah. I I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know either. I don't know either, but yeah, there's, there's something, there's something not clicking with those folks. Yeah, so, I, I I see that also, and I'm like, what? And, unless they just have it on from wherever they left, and just don't even think about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, and and that's sad in itself that it's now become such a norm. You yeah, know, you don't even notice. Um, but yeah, it's uh, and I mean the entire 2020, um, or I should say since COVID hit, I was one of those folks that I refuse. I refuse to wear one of those specialty masks with decorations or, you know, or whatever. I, I'm refusing to conform to making this part of my attire. Mm-hmm. You know, I am not going to ex- to accessorize with a mask. Oh, man, there's people that are matching them with everything. And it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's getting crazy. But I, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean... I do agree that I think it will be a normal thing mm-hmm. in the healthcare field from now on. I, I, I think you hit that on the head. But yeah. I also think that there's still going to be people, even after all this, just in a regular public setting that will still wear masks. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can see that as well. Uh, you know, what about in your setting? Like when you have to go into a, a customer's mm, home? I, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Um, I think it'll probably hang around for a little while mm-hmm. yet, at least until they, maybe until guidelines come out, you know, that, that lift it, but yeah, you know, but yeah, I don't, that's a good question. Um, I know it's a pain in the butt. Uh, some of the stuff I do can be pretty, you know, laboring in the summer. Mm-hmm. So I know it was a pain in the butt having to wear a mask in the summer, but yep. the other thing is, is I really didn't have to wear a mask too often unless I was you know, right around the people. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. So, uh, I would also say too, another thing in 2020 that we're going to see continue are, um, zoom trainings. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of people, a lot, a lot of companies have already, you know, stated that they're just going to continue to allow employees to work from home. 
Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that's the other thing. In too, the long yeah. in the long run, it probably helps save them money. Oh, it really? will. It will. I mean, it's less building space you have to heat. It's less building space you have to purchase or mm-hmm. rent or whatever. Yeah. You know, less maintenance. I mean, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. I mean, and like I, where I work too, some of the trainings that I do is uh, right now is via Zoom, mm-hmm. and uh, and I can see some of those trainings continuing for the long haul, uh, mm-hmm. because why not? It's it's able to be done, so why not do it? Yeah, you know? no, I agree, hundred percent. I I think it's uh, in a way, it's going to be a little bit unfortunate too. Oh I yeah, because you're going to get a lot less team camaraderie yep. you know with that's, stuff like that that's and, exactly um, what i was thinking too you know like uh i know i know at my job like um like a lot of the guys would hang out after work you know yeah. because they got to well each, know each other so well during work yeah and i don't really hear of that too often anymore not a, a lot of the guys don't really hang out after work nobody knows anything about anybody anymore mm-hmm. like, just a really weird thing like it's you don't get to know anybody on a personal level like there's no more holiday parties like nothing it's just yeah. really weird oh yeah yeah so, that's that's the other thing too i wonder yeah some of these get-togethers like parties and such and mm-hmm. uh yeah and like you said even like these old team meetings where everybody gets together maybe somebody brings a dish or just someone mm-hmm. you know just to hang out like you said to build that team aspect mm-hmm. yeah i can see that being um a negative um, yeah. going forward. So who knows? We'll see. I'll be curious on what direction this goes. I know like uh, some of the things that I do in my job, it has to be face to face. Like we do, I do some of the self-defense trainings for the hospitals and such. And right now we purchased, um, what did we, pur- we purchased six of those um, grappling dummies that mm-hmm. you use for hep keto and such. And, um, and we're, and we're now utilizing them instead of, you know, um, physical contact with other human beings. Right. Um, I can see some of that continuing as well. I mean, it's just going to be, it's, it's going to be weird. It's going to definitely it be is. weird. So yeah, it's, that, it's definitely going to be an adjustment just like, well, 2020 was an adjustment. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. but I mean, the good news for Pennsylvania is, uh, all the restrictions are coming off tomorrow. Yay. So. Yeah, so we uh, we get to stand out of we get to come out of the corner again, you know. <laughs> and wait a minute, did you say are are we here in Lebanon County, Pennsylvania, allowed to come out too? I think so. Wow! I think so. Wow! Yeah. Wow! I, I mean, didn't hear any differently. He didn't. He didn't slap us on the wrist this time, huh? <laughs> yeah, I guess not. I guess not. But um. All right. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. So I that's right. I forgot that was tomorrow. Yeah. So what does that mean then? Um, I think it's just like like I think all like the fitness places were closed, if I'm not mistaken. So I think they can reopen stuff like that. Okay, and um, then like my, my daughter's gymnastics, like my daughter's gymnastics, for instance, like um, uh-huh. she'll be able to attend that again now. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, restaurants will be able to you know dine in again. I mm-hmm. guess probably to a certain capacity. I don't yeah. know if they put a number on it or not. Yeah. Um, it's probably it's probably at least. 50%, but I'm guessing it might even be 25%. Okay. Speaking of, speaking of dine-in, I, I found it funny because I drove by, um, uh, I don't know if folks will, is Cabela's a national corporation? I don't know. I, th- I think it is. I think, I think it, it might is. be. I know they're based out of West Virginia, but I don't know if it's just mm-hmm. an East Coast thing or not. But um, 
But I went to Cabela's, which is uh, like an outdoor, a huge outdoor um, facility. And I drove by, uh, there's a um, Red Robin restaurant right next to it. Mm-hmm. And I drove yep. by that and I looked at it and, and they had the outdoor dining in the tent thing. Yep. So it's an enclosed tent, like a yep. party tent. With a, and, 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 the, and the seating is like basically shoulder to shoulder inside from what I saw. And, yep. and that was allowed. But yet... <laughs> to me, it would have made more sense just to keep the restaurant part open and let them sit in there, and it would have been less crowded and less um, interactive. I I, it just I kind of boggles my mind when I saw that. I, I said the same thing, and uh, just real quick um, yeah. to, to follow up on your thing there, there's 82 locations between the United States and Canada, oh, and, it okay. was founded, and it was founded in Nebraska. So, oh, um, so I'm thinking by this point, yeah, it's probably a national chain. Yeah. Um, okay. But anyway, yeah, I, we we drove by somewhere the other day too, and it was the same thing. There was tent. There was a tent outside. Yeah. Oh, I know where it was. It was. It was. Um. It, it was a Red Robin. Is what it was. Oh wow, that's funny. Yeah, it was. It was a Red Robin. Okay. And um, it was the same thing. Like I saw it, and I saw, I saw my wife, and I'm like. How's that any different than eating inside? Yeah. Like, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's worse. It's worse the way they had it set up, in my opinion, you know? So, so but you know yeah. what? That's their way around the system. So, you know, yep. hey, more power to them. Uh, but, yeah, it's uh, there's going to be lots of changes, uh, some good, some not so good. And uh, it'll be interesting. And one of the things, too, that I want to kind of bring up, because, uh, you know, I have I have a son who's 20 and, a, and another son who's 17 and – and I see how they interact. You know, I see how they communicate. I see how, I don't know, um, how they commingle, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's very um, robotic. It's not very interactive. It's not very personable. And, I know where you're going. Yeah. yeah. And, I know where you're going. And, and I almost think um, situations like we're dealing with uh, in 2020 – I, I do believe that it's going to make it less personable in interactions with people. And it's going to kind of feed into this, what we're seeing now with our younger generation. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and that's not good. I, I do believe we need to learn how to um, be interactive with each other. And I'm thinking like anything with like even doing like a job interview, for example, you know, yeah. I, I don't know that these folks have the skills to be able to do that face to face. And I've done some interviews with younger folks and, uh, and they, they're awkward, you know, they're, they're not good communicators and that's, that's, they're not, they're not comfortable. Right. And that's tough. You gotta, you gotta figure out a way to overcome that. And, uh, this, this generation, uh, with COVID and everything, I, I don't know that it's going to be an easy turnaround for them. No, I mean, it, the the use definitely depends on the technology a lot more than than what even we did. You know, not not so long ago, really. Yeah. Um, but now everything is done through technology. Between you know all the messages that you can send through different platforms, mm-hmm. and um, you know you don't have to necessarily do a video um, or talk to to a live audience. You can just record yourself. Yeah. And just put it out there later. So you're not awkward in that moment. Yeah. You might feel <laughs> awkward talking to a camera or something, but it's definitely a lot easier than talking to a big room or something mm-hmm. like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but even that you can edit it. <laughs> 
you true. know that's true so right. you can you can come off looking good but in reality you know you you did 20 takes on it right so, yeah absolutely yeah. and fii folks we only do one take on our show by the way yeah, why not? I mean, <laughs> if we do something up, who cares? We're, that's, that's right. What we're here for, that's so. what makes the show interesting. We Absolutely. screw up, we screw up. So. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think I think some of these things that were implemented were are going to be here for good, mm-hmm. and some could be good, and some could be bad, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. uh, well, I'm looking forward to seeing what what uh, comes our way, but we'll see. Well, hopefully, better days, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I I do you believe know, it. You know where I'm going here, Howie. You know where I'm going here. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, better days with uh, <laughs> this is a song that was uh, on Sirius XM. Yes, indeed. By Casey Kearney, and we're hoping to have her lined up as. Uh, one of our next guests here. Yeah, and that's Casey Kearney, uh, C-A-S-E-Y, and Kearney, K-E-A-R-N-E-Y. Uh, mm-hmm. She actually, um, you you could actually have heard her music on uh, Sirius XM, uh, and you could have heard her voice for you baseball fans, and I know, Troy, you, especially you, you're an Atlanta Braves mm-hmm. fan. Um, mm-hmm. She actually did the, uh, she actually sang the national anthem at an Atlanta Braves game. Uh, yeah, so yeah, doing a little research, found out she was a big Braves fan and got the opportunity to sing the national anthem there. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, how cool is that? Um, um, now I don't know if you saw this, but she actually had to record that um, from. I her, did it. Yeah, yeah, she had to record that from her home, and then they played it on the jumbotron because they weren't allowing people in. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. But uh, but yeah, it was uh, played on the jumbotron, and uh, and she got she got recognized at the Atlanta Braves game. And I guess her hope is to be able to do it live there uh, in the near yeah. future, which is yeah. would be really cool. I would imagine anybody that probably had that opportunity, they probably have something lined up or, or at least some sort of agreement to say, hey, if we can try to line something up that you can actually be here when things are mm-hmm. you know, back to normal, there's the quote unquote normal, you know, <laughs> um, yeah. that, you know, let's let's line this up and get you here for real. But for yeah. now, you know, we'd love to have you do this virtually or whatever. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to talking to her because she seems to have an interesting story uh, because she she seemed to have gotten into music a little bit later in her years. And mm-hmm. um and I'll be curious to see uh, what she says and 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 what direction she wants to go with this career, uh, yeah. And and kind of go from there. But she's she's yeah. a talent, you know. She's definitely a talent. So yeah, I'm definitely looking interested. I'm definitely interested in, in getting to talk to her and and knowing kind of you know how her journey went and uh, mm-hmm. you know music, I'm sure music was always on the back burner for her. Oh yeah. But I'm curious as to what kicked it in and made it go to the front burner so quickly I'm, for her. See, and here I'm gonna I'm just gonna make a prediction here because I'm guessing that what happened was somebody told her that you are stupid if you don't start getting your name out there and start doing some gigs and and whatnot because of yeah. how talented yep. you are and yeah. and whatnot yep. and and it probably promote or probably pushed her to the point where why not yep. you know and just and just from reading a little bit about her bio she's been married she's married she has three kids so i'm yeah. also thinking that was probably another reason that it wasn't put on the front burner first is probably because she wanted to make sure her family was taken yeah. care of first yeah you know? yep so that's awesome. And speaking of um, entertainers, uh, we interviewed one who uh, got a uh, you know pretty uh, nice accolade, uh, Sarah Harrelson. Yeah. 
um, she uh, she what was that? She was um, a fi- she's a finalist. She was a finalist for the, for for the, the World uh, Songwriting Awards. Yeah. Yep, World Songwriting Award uh, for the fall of 2020. And uh, the finalist for Best Modern Country Song with her song uh, Get Lost and Some Rock and Roll. Yep. So congratulations to Sarah Harrelson. Um, And she's one of those people, too, that I really root for because she's so down to earth and laid back. And she Mm -hmm. just seems like a really nice person, you know, uh, based on. You're not going to be a Titans fan, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, she. Hey, you know what, Troy? We're all we all have our, um, you know, our issues. You know, you know, you're you're a Buffalo fan, and I'm sure a lot of people aren't a fan of me being a Steelers fan. You know, and uh, nobody's perfect. Yeah, but I will say, I will say, when it comes to the Titans and uh, Sarah, you know, it it was Sarah's team that really kind of mess things up with our team during the season that whole that whole s- scenario there and there's what the week four through seven or whatever oh that was that gosh. was so goofed up yeah it was yeah it was but yeah um, um you guys you guys weathered the storm well at first but it seemed to oh, caught up to you a little bit later it definitely so. caught up because no rest i mean when you yeah. don't get a bye week that's gotta be tough so yeah, yeah. When you're when you're in the middle of your bye week and they say, "Oh, by the way, this is your bye week now." <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, thanks for that us. prep. Yeah, <laughs> right. I know that was tough. That was tough. I'm sure. But yeah, congrats to Sarah Harrelson on that. And uh, and and from what I understand, that award is kind of a it's kind of a slingshot into bitter bigger and better things potentially. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I was reading. Where you know you get your you get your name listed there, and uh, you know it opens up different avenues for different. Um, mm-hmm producers and such that you can work with that see your name on this list yeah so and i think it's key i think it's key too when you look at like some of the young performers um that are still up and coming even like wildfire um you know taylor marie wagner and sarah harrelson you know i think it's key that they are writing their own music Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. I think that's if you're if you're looking from a business standpoint, financial, I I believe that's probably where that's probably where you're going to profit because elsewhere you, it doesn't sound like it's uh, nearly as profitable as it once was in the music business, especially right now. Oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, not being able to have to have the ability to go out and perform, yep. take advantage of the songs that you wrote. Like, you know, the only thing you're doing is basically just you know getting yeah. money off of your your songwriting and hopefully selling rights to it or whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm sure there's a bunch of songs that some of them artists have wrote that, that they don't perform too. Yeah, know? that's very true, so. very true. But yeah, so uh, yeah, I'm, I'll tell you what, it's cool. I, and I look forward, I you know, hopefully we'll be able to, you know, Casey Casey was more than willing to, uh, to um, talk to us, so we just got to set it up and uh, I'm hoping to set it up for uh, next week. Yep. So we'll yeah, see what happens. We'll be, yep, hopefully we'll be talking to her next week. But um, hey, one more piece of entertainment news I'd like to uh, touch on real quick is, uh, Howie, before you and I talked today, if I said the name Henry John Duchendorf <laughs> Jr., uh-huh. would you have known who that was? You know what? My guess would have been, didn't he invent some kind of car? Yeah, something like that, right? Yeah, he's the father. He's the father of modern medicine, or yeah. I mean, obviously, he probably won a Nobel Peace Prize award, right? No, but actually, what he did is um, he wrote some songs. 
Yeah, and, and I'm uh, actually later, playing later it. would change his name, uh, his stage name professionally. He'd be known as John Denver. Yep. And, and uh, he would have celebrated his birthday on uh, New Year's Eve. And wow. uh, that would have made him, what, 77? If he was born in 43? Yeah, 77 yeah. years old. Wow. So, so he would have been 77, but... Um, but unfortunately, he uh, he perished in an airplane crash on October twelfth, nineteen ninety-seven. He died at the age of fifty-three. Oh my gosh! Um, but yeah, he was just learning his. Uh, I guess he was still kind of getting all his hours in for his piloting, and um, you know, I think he had his license at that time, but there were some issues with uh, some DUIs that he had had and such, and um, yeah, ended up. I guess he was kind of not supposed to be flying during that time because yeah. of the pending DUIs and all such, <laughs> and I guess they wanted to have that all. But when he when he crashed to clear the air, they, in the toxicology reports, they did not find any, you know, drugs or mm-hmm. alcohol in his system. Okay. Um, so they, they, they say that the uh, problem with the plane was that he had a hard time switching to his uh, his other fuel tank, and wow. something happened there. Yeah, I don't know too much about piloting or planes, but... Uh... To me, it seems like switching your fuel tank is something that's pretty important to figure out how to do before you fly. Yeah, I would say. And, you know. and who knows? It doesn't. It, you know, according to Wikipedia here, it doesn't really tell you, um, you know, what what the problem switching it was. It just says there was an inability to switch fuel tanks during flight. So I don't. You yeah. know, that could have been something he was doing wrong, or it could have just been something malfunctioning. Yeah, you know? that's true too. Yeah, who knows. So, um, yeah, and the song that you're hearing in the background is uh, Take Me Home Country Roads. Probably one of his yeah. most, if not the most popular song. Um, yeah. You know, so, but yeah, he's uh, he's definitely, I don't know, I guess you would consider him into the uh, folk country type yeah. of yeah. music. I would say so. Yeah, yeah I, would throw him in the, I would throw him in that folk category, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, and um, other songs but, that but he's popular for too is like, Thank God I'm a country boy. Um, what else is he? Uh, Any song. Yeah. Um, and uh, there was one other really big one that we're missing right here, and I can't think of it. Um, did you find it yet? That's what I'm looking for. Uh, I see Sunshine on My Shoulders. I don't know if that's a big one. but um, No, I've heard of that one, but I don't really know that yeah, one. I, know. I know we're missing another one, though. What are we missing here, Howie? I don't know. Um... It's going to bug me, though. I can tell you Here that. Here we go. It's uh, Rocky Mountain High. Ah, yeah. duh. Yeah, it's probably yeah. his biggest one, right? Yeah, between yeah between this one and Rocky Mountain High, those are probably definitely his two biggest. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a shame, you know. To, uh, I, I know he was a big influence um, on the, the singer-songwriter type, you know, stance that a lot of people take. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and 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 like you said, like you know, he's probably listed more as a folk, but I can definitely hear where there's heavy, heavy country influence in there too. Oh my gosh, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So. He's he's one of those songs too. He's one of those uh, artists too. And I'm not a country fan, although I think I'm starting to kind of uh, <laughs> appreciate country because it seems like that's all we interview anymore. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, but when his songs would come on the radio it's not something I would turn off. It'd be like, Oh, I like this, you know, let's listen to mm-hmm. some more of that, you know? Um, yeah, but yeah, um, yeah, it's definitely very likable music, very easy to, to kind of just get into and groove to. And, um, yeah, you know, whether it would be, you know, 
sitting at the bar having a few or just, you know, kind of lounging around a campfire with some friends, you know? Yep. And, um, I, and I know another thing is too, like, um, you know, I know for instance of, um, an uncle on my wife's side, um, big influence of, uh, of John Ben, big influence by John Denver. Oh. And, uh, he plays a lot of acoustic guitar and I know he covers a lot of his songs. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, give him a shout out. Who is he? Oh, that's, uh, Peter Alisea. And, um, that's, yeah, it's my wife's uncle. And, Hmm. uh, why do I know that name? I don't know. Okay. I hope I don't know him for the wrong reasons, but <laughs> no, I don't think you would. Okay. I don't think. Oh, you wow. would. I don't think you ever hunt. I don't think you ever hunted him down. No, I never hunted him down. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, if so, I'm giving you a head start. Go hide. <laughs> uh, wow. Okay, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, you see yeah. a lot of that around here in Pennsylvania, Central Pennsylvania. Um, you definitely see a lot of folk country influence. Um, yeah, you know, I have a friend. I have a friend of mine who uh, his in laws. Uh, I do believe, and I can't remember their name, so don't ask. But I, uh-huh. I do believe that they've played some professional gigs uh, as folk country artists. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, I, I definitely think there's a heavy influence of that around here. Yeah, it's definitely a you know, there's definitely a a, a niche group there of people that and you know they like to be in that wheelhouse there of that folk type of country area like that and um Mm -hmm. it's for me like i appreciate it but but i think for me it's like one of those things where i have to kind of be in that mood like it's not just something i can put on all the time you know what i mean yeah i'm not going Um, for a run with it (laughs) right exactly right yeah Yeah. it's almost like one of those things you're kind of sitting around and uh just lounging around and just kind of i don't know I think it's, it's like it's I, weird. I think it's one of those things if you're sitting in a bar with friends and it's in the background. Um, yeah. you know, I think it's one of those where oh, this is a cool I like this song. Yeah, it, it makes for a nice setting when you're kind of sitting around with friends drinking or whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 Most definitely. Yeah, but um but yeah, that's uh John Denver, man. That's you know, when you start thinking about these people that we grew up listening to, mm-hmm. you know, and and you look at what their ages are today, you know, 77 I was telling you before we did the show, I was watching the movie Expendables, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I saw Sylvester Stallone on there and I'm watching them like veins ripping out of his arms and he's like ripped beyond belief. And I'm yep. like, I wonder how old he is. And I, and I looked it up and I'm like, wow, 74 years old. You know, yep. this guy is a beast, you know, and then you look at people like Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, all those older guys. It's like, wow, man, yeah, you know. What a different, what a different I um, generation, I guess you can say. I know, and it's it's, it's weird because it, every time you see something like that, it just makes you feel so much older, you know. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'm starting to feel that now, you know, where I'm starting to see. Well, think about it. You know, we grew up in uh, you know '80s and '90s, and you, and you look at like shows like saved by the bell and uh mm-hmm. you know and look where those folks are today you know yeah. and and now now it's been so long that those shows have been out that there's actually now reboots of these shows you know <laughs> i know i know oh <laughs> uh, yeah but and, hey speaking speaking of shows real quick yeah. um i know we, i know we weren't going to talk about this but well I, I shouldn't say that i know we didn't have it in our lineup to talk about but um mm-hmm. the new cobra kai got released oh uh, yeah you know? yep 
I know you got a couple episodes in, and I, I already finished the season, oh so I'm not going to spoil anything for you. But um, Yeah, I got four episodes I just, in. I'll tell you what, I've, I've never... I've never been so excited to when a show comes out like I am now. Like this yeah. is, it's it really has me drawn in. It really does. I would agree. They're doing they're doing an amazing job. Just and and the thing that's really cool about it is they're keeping it current with things that are happening today, mm-hmm. but they're so good at their old references and flashbacks and stuff like that. Yeah, they are. It's, yeah, they yeah. are. It's funny you said that because uh, I was watching uh, episode four, episode four or five last night, and uh, and they and they flash back to because he went out to Japan. Uh, Dan yep. Daniel uh, Danielson, he went out yeah. to uh, Japan to uh, I guess chat with the uh, the auto group or whatever, yep. and yep. Uh, and then he met his the his little his I guess fling, yeah, um, when he was out in Japan and. Uh, and it was like, and then they would do flashbacks, and it's like, you know what? This is really well done. It is really they well tie done. It in so well, they make mm-hmm. a story out of it. Yeah. Like, um, you know, and then did you get to, did did you get to the part? I, I don't want to. Well, they anything, they but... ended the show. They ended the show where the guy that he fought yes. shows up. I don't know okay. what happened after that. I okay. can tell you that. Yeah, yeah. You'll you'll, so. you'll like you'll like his little role in this. Too. Oh, okay. It's pretty, pretty good. Yeah. He's. <laughs> Like when he first meets him and talks to him, he just he has such a demeanor to him. Oh, it's so funny. Okay, yeah, I look forward to that. So, yeah, um, you'll you'll like the beginning of next next episode. It'll be good. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's it's neat how they um, how they do tie that in. And uh, Netflix, man, bravo for purchasing the uh, rights of that. Yeah, because before it was only out on YouTube. And it was YouTube. This got. Yeah, and nobody wants to purchase subscription to YouTube. I mean. Right, yeah, and that's what I just said, and, and it never would have got the notoriety it deserves either. No, no, and I, I don't know if it's true or not. I, I know there definitely is a season four in the works, mm-hmm. um, but I heard they're signed at least through season five at this point. You know what? So, it, it's going to come down to as long as people want to watch it, and as yeah. long as people are drawn to Netflix because of it, it's going to continue. I mean, that's what that's just the way the I, the business works. I just hope they have something written where. They make sure that it, it has a clear ending to it. Yeah, you know like what I definitely mean? some closure to it. Yeah, right. No, yeah. Unlike, uh, do you remember what? I don't know if you've watched this before, but remember the show Lost? Yes, I loved okay. it when it came out. I was it Same was a, it was a I was a huge fan, but oh my gosh, it, it had no ending. Yeah, I well, hated it, did, but it was terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, um, but and, yeah. well, I guess it's not really a spoiler at this time because it came out what twenty years ago, <laughs> yeah, but, right? But um, yeah, that was just like for it all to just to be a um, an after death like dream. Yep. Like, really? Like what? Come on! Like, <laughs> I know. Like you're really so going right, there man. with that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Yeah, that was I was a little I disappointed. Mean, it, it's science fiction. I mean, you could tell by everything else that was happening in there there was yeah. science fiction involved in that. So you could have done anything you wanted to do there. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh yeah. You go with a dream. Come on. I know. I mean, it could have been one of those deals where maybe the that monster, that haze monster, was just caught in between two realities. Realities, or yeah, like, and then. Yeah. Yeah, but they didn't go that route. They, yeah, oh, yeah, hey, you like, know, oh, some writer was like, you know what? I, yeah. <laughs> some this, writer this was, the, yeah, yeah, this is just your path to the afterlife. Yeah, so, exactly, okay. exactly. <laughs> you know, some writer was like, you know what? I really don't feel like putting too much thought and effort into this. 
Uh, I'm just going to write it as a dream. (laughs) But there again, and that kind of leads me to my point, though, with what I was saying is, is it possible that, you know, okay, well, we have a whole big story arc here that we want to go with. Yeah. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden it's brought upon them. Um, Hey, this is going to be your last season. Mm -hmm. Oh, we got to figure out an ending. Yeah. Yeah. That's true, too. Uh, and it could so be. That's what I'm saying. Like, it could have been like an fu to the uh, network, which I believe was ABC. Um, I think it was. You know, yeah. and ABC was probably saying, "Hey, yeah, by the way, you guys are done after this," and they're like, "Oh, well, that was okay. one of the, that was one of the greatest pilots ever, wasn't it?" I thought so. That I, pilot episode was amazing. Mm-hmm. It got me hit, uh, hooked on yeah. it. Yeah. So, and so, I'm not a big fan of like the science fiction type of shows, to be honest. No, with me you. either. Me either. Yeah. Like, um, I was just talking with a friend of mine just before Christmas, and um, he's a huge Star Wars guy. Mm-hmm. And I have yet to sit down, other than one of them. I think it was number, I think it was number six, oh. which not not number six of the original, the the sixth one released. Yeah, so it would have been technically number three. Um, that's okay. the only one I've ever sit, sat down to watch. Oh my gosh! Down. Can you yeah. see in the background of my picture there? I do. You I know, do. those yeah. are actual yeah. film cells from the mm-hmm. the movies back in seventy seven. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, it's um, so you a big Star Wars guy too, then? You know what? I'm personally not, um, okay. but my son, my youngest son, is a ridiculously mm-hmm. big fan. Uh, my wife is a huge fan. Uh, I watched them all, but mm-hmm. I don't like. I don't crave for the next episode to come out or the next movie to come out. You know. Well, the reason that I started talking to him about it is because I kept hearing all this rave about the Mandalorian. Oh yeah, and um, did you watch? Did you guys watch that? Mm, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So good. Um, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, you're probably asking the wrong person in regards to, you know, critiquing those movies. But I mean, okay. it was, it was, it was good as any other Star Wars. Okay. Movie, I thought. So well, the reason I had asked them is because I, you know, I was, I was thinking about trying to watch The Mandalorian, but I didn't know if it was one of those things where. I needed to watch the movies in order to figure out what was going on. And he said, not no, necessarily. Not really. He said it would probably help with some of the, you know, you might understand some of the background of some stuff a little bit better, but, but he said that, you know, there really isn't, he said there's a little bit of crossover, but not too much. Yeah. You're not going to come out of it lost. Let's put it that right. way. You know, you're not going to come out of it like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I should have watched this, you know, before I watched right, this. Right. No, you're, you're going to be fine in that regards. Um, you know, and I think that's where Disney kind of, Disney is going to water it down, and they, mm-hmm. they kind of already are. Uh, and I think they're going to kind of water it down because they want to get as much out of it as they can before people lose interest. And, uh, and, and you see that with a lot of the shows where they just, you know, they, they just kill you with uh, whatever background stories. You know, like like jumping the shark. You know, yep. <laughs> you know they they yep. just start doing certain things where it just kills it. So, but uh, yeah, it's um, it's it's an interesting. Um, I mean, obviously they're profiting off of it. Oh my gosh, uh, I can't I can't wait to go to to Hollywood Studios in in um, Florida because when we were last down there a couple of years ago in February. Uh, they were in the process of building the Star Wars theme area. Oh, nice! And uh, and that's now up and running. And mm-hmm. uh, and from what it looks like, it looks like you're literally stepping into a Star Wars theme. Uh, oh my gosh! And, and I look, f- and I can't wait to check that out because I'm not a I'm not a Harry Potter fan either. 
and mm-hmm. uh, and they have a they have the Harry Potter theme down there at Disney, um, and uh, or is it That's Universal Studios? Universal Studios, yeah. I think we had this yeah. conversation before, yeah. and yeah. Uh, and honestly, when you walk into that Harry Potter theme world, I mean. Even if you're not a fan, you really feel like you're there. You feel like you're lost in that world. Yeah, you really do. You really do. And it's just amazing. And I know you need to get down there. But, yeah, um, yeah, you need to make I that do. a priority somehow, Troy. Yeah, I don't know. It's This this whole virus thing kind of messed everything up a little it's, bit. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to have to go down there with masks and uh, all the I don't know. It's pretty crazy. I, I second that. I agree with you on that. I wouldn't do it with masks. Uh, and also yeah. the social distancing and all that stuff because I def there's no way I want to stand in a lot. Li- the lines down there are long enough. Yeah. If I have to stand six feet behind the next person, <laughs> I'm probably going to have to stand somewhere in Miami, you know, before I get into a to see a ride, you know. So. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh. Um, but yeah. So uh, happy New Year! And by the way, this is our official season number two show and uh season or uh episode one of season two so uh what stood out for you troy in regards to uh us um, doing this i'll tell you what was pretty exciting to me was the fact of all the different people we got to interview that you know i never would have even had the chance of knowing you know I know, what I mean? and, now, I know. and now it's like you're you almost become fans of them and you're rooting for it yeah you know what I mean? like it, yeah, that's what I find myself. Even like even our uh, our buddy from Jonestown, you know, uh, Nick. Yeah, Nick. Uh, yeah. You know, I I find myself seeing what he's up to, and and he's up to something recently. I just saw him post something um, about. Um, I don't know. I, I know I seen him post the other day that it was. Uh, he said last year at this time they were working on the Dark Knight video. Yeah. Um, but um, I don't know. I, I, didn't, I might have missed something else. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know either. But it, I I didn't see if he was doing anything with that or. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I find myself rooting for him. Uh, oh, um, by the way, speaking of Nick, you know, remember he did uh, most of those videos in front of Crawl's at Crawl's and Pizza Crawl's, and stuff. Yeah. Crawl's General Store is officially closed. It is. Did you get a sub before they closed? I sure did. Um, when did I, I sure did too? Oh, did in you? Fact, what... When I was telling you, I met my buddy up for lunch that day. Yeah. I stopped. I stopped at Crawls and got us two subs and went out to his place for lunch. Oh, that that's yep. awesome! What day did you go? Yep. It was uh, the Wednesday before Christmas, so with the twenty third or whatever. Okay. Or, yeah, something like that. Yep. Okay. I went. So. When did I go? I went. Oh, I went Thursday. Just past Thursday. Okay. All so right. it was the the day before they were shutting it down. So, so well, or the day well, of actually. I was gonna say that's New Year's Eve. Yeah. Oh wait, so, no. Yeah, so gonna... no, you know what? I did it Wednesday because it was the day okay. before they they closed. And um, yeah, was it and busy? It was not actually. In fact, yeah. it was very. The store is very gutted out. And uh, yeah, there was a family in front of me. Um, it was a mom and two kids, young kids, and they were ordering subs. And uh, and the uh, owner of the store who was there behind the the cash register, he was making them, and he just turned to the kids and says, "Hey, why don't you go ahead and pick however many candy bars you guys want to take and take them nice. home with you?" You know, so it was kind of cool to see that kids were like, "Oh, mm-hmm. really?" You know, mm-hmm. so they they got a couple candy bars, and yeah, it was. I'm really sure that's the out. parents first, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, but yeah, I mean that store had uh, that that store had a lot of memories for me because uh, that was the place where I would go and obviously buy subs. 
But um, I would, as a kid, I would purchase some baseball cards there. Yeah. Uh, I would also yeah. they um, had the penny candy. Yep. I remember before going to a little league game uh, for baseball, I would go into that store and get the uh, the packets of the big league chew. Yep. Um, so we would get that before the game. Um, they also had these little uh, toy parachute guys that had candy yep. wrapped up in the parachute. We would always I know buy exactly those. What they're talking about. Yep. yep, yep. And then we would buy those and take them to home and just throw them up in the yard and just have a good time with those. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, there's a lot of childhood memories that came from that store. And then obviously the subs were, in my opinion, the best subs in town. And I don't know what made them the best subs. I don't either, but they were top notch. Yeah, they? yeah. I think it was just a mixture of the uh, oil and vinegar with the lettuce. And I don't know, whatever it was, I can't duplicate. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to be missed, that's for sure. I'm glad I got one last one in. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad I was able to, to visit as well. So, But, uh, but yeah, um, I don't know why they shut down, but I do know um, uh, Creter, which is a guitar shop, he bought the building. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, now, he is not, because uh, we got to talking to him, uh, he is not putting his shop in that building. Oh, he's not? He is not. He is going to continue... He's going to actually rent out um, part of the shop where the insurance company is going into his original existing building. And uh, and he's going to rent out a space there to where he's going to continue running his shop out of there. Okay. Um, so what he's doing with that building, I'm not 100% sure. My assumption is he's – well, who knows? He might even make it a store again. Maybe. Yeah. So. I don't, or maybe he's just going to make it an apartment building. Who knows? But Yeah. I don't know either. Um but, uh, I mean, I know the above floor is the apartment building, is a, is a pretty big right. apartment building. Um, but is it just one apartment up there? It is. It is. So, um, yeah. So, it's uh, – yeah, because uh, years ago, a friend of mine actually lived there. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, – but, yeah, it's, I don't know what he's planning to do with the, uh, the rest of it. My guess is he's going to do some renovation uh, because he was saying that it used to be a log cabin. Really? Yeah. So he wants to strip it down to see how what kind of shape the original um, wood mm-hmm. is in, and then mm-hmm. uh, and I guess if it's in good shape, he's going to kind of bring that log cabin feature back. Maybe he'll re- reopen his video store. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> really go back to the eighties, right? <laughs> that's Who's gonna go in, go in there and rent VHSs in there or DVDs or something? Oh my god! Uh, you know, it's funny you said that because uh, I was looking at a one of my yearbook when I graduated high school, and one of the advertisements in there was Creators Video, and yep. uh, and I did forget that he owned a video store at one time. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was called Creator Music and Video. Yep. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Creator Music and Video and. Yeah, and it, I, had, I remember I was a regular there. I'd always be going in there, mostly to rent video games. Oh, really? Movies, yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. yeah, we went to. We didn't go to Creators. Um, we went to a place in Lebanon, right off of Twelfth Street, Twelfth and Maple. Um, in fact, uh, the owners there. Oh, I know where you're at. Yeah, uh, the owners, the daughter graduated from Northern Lebanon, and I can't remember their names anymore, but. Um, but yeah, they owned it, and uh, we used to go there all the time. 
Well, there was a there was a Regal video down there in Jonestown too. Oh, that's right. That's right. Down where the restaurant is, down by the mm-hmm. Swat, the Swatara Creek. <laughs> yeah, and and um, you know what? Too there was also a video store after Creators in that same building. Um, that your pop pop video. Yeah, pop video, and that was yep. owned by Matt. I forget his last name, but um, but he was a. Well, he's the one that used to work at Crater yep, with, yep. with Matt Crater. Yeah, and I think then, he's um, a, a year or two older than I am. Yeah, I remember who you mean because when he he used to work at Crater Video and like he was he seemed to be like the always the one that was in there working and there was always <laughs> some girl that was in there too with really long fingernails too that worked. Oh, jeez. Okay, yeah. that's funny. Yeah, I miss the you days. Know, you know how you remember things like that when you were a kid. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I miss the days though. I miss those old days. And we talked about earlier about you know our socially interacting with other people and such. Mm-hmm. It was things like that that allowed us to do that. You know, mm-hmm. um, even going into like a blockbuster or, or going yeah. into a, um, an old video store where hey, you know, can I rent this? And they're like, oh, this person here just rented it. You know, and then you yeah. start conversing. I mean, it's just. That those days are so long gone because and it's even so weird too to think because like even like okay I remember you know bugging my mom whatever can I go mm-hmm. rent a game can I go okay so she finally gave it and she lets me go rent a game whatever yeah but she would just like drop me like she would just you know park in front of the store uh-huh. she'd let me go in by myself yeah. pick out what I wanted you know what I mean like and so I had to have interaction with with uh-huh. you know the people at the front desk I had to hand the money you know I had to you know what I mean like yeah. it just most but definitely. now, like, you know, now everything's done digitally or virtually or whatever. And it's just like, like you said, there's no social interaction at all. Nothing. Nope. So. Yeah, there's not. So uh, we're definitely missing a lot of that. And, um, uh, oh, you know what? There was one other thing. And I know it's just completely off topic. But um, before we close out, um, uh, I don't know if you noticed on our former uh, co-workers, Gordon Wise's post. Um, um, maybe. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I don't uh, former governor of Pennsylvania passed away. Oh uh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. I did see that. Uh, Dick Thornburg. Um, and, yeah, I uh, saw that. Yeah, he he's probably considered one of our best governors in the history yeah. of Pennsylvania. Uh, I was a big fan of his. I was also a fan of uh, Tom Ridge. You know, yep. um, and uh, yeah, those the days of good governors in Pennsylvania seem to be. Uh, Long gone, at least for the last, well, uh, <laughs> at least for the last sixteen say, years, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we can change that trend next election. Oh, I hope um, so. I hope so. But we'll see. Um, but yeah, so yeah, it's it's interesting. Times times are changing, and uh, and we're either being forced to adapt, or or um, yeah, we're basically being forced to adapt. Yeah, as we say, there is no other. Yeah, you know, it's you, you got to adapt and. Just kind of learn to deal with it mm-hmm. and uh, hope for the best. You know it. You know it, Troy. But hey, speaking of adapting, this is kind of why we decided to do our podcast, right? You know, we mm-hmm. it was COVID season and we're like, you know what? Hey, why not do something with it? And yeah. uh, and we decided to uh, bring you folks some entertainment. And uh, I hope, hope a lot of you folks – well, I mean, we have over 1,600 listens so far. So that's that's good news for – not bad for the first year. Uh, mm-hmm. In my opinion, and from what I've seen from other podcasts, in fact, um, I'm on a, a bunch of different podcast forums because I'm still learning. I'm still learning this business, really, you know. Right. Um, right. And uh, and from what I'm reading, uh, it sounds like a lot of people are having a difficult time with 
keeping listeners. You know, they they right. go from a couple listeners down to literally zero. There's some podcasts that do not get a single listen, and uh, and that's 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 a big ouch. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I hope that we never get to that, but um, I just think yeah. that you know we're we're well spoken enough to hold people people's um, um, attention. attention. Yeah. Yeah, as I'm struggling talking here. <laughs> I like what you did there, Howie. I like yeah, you yeah, I did that on purpose. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, I look forward to continuing to grow this thing, and uh, and you know, hopefully, we'll get some interest with someone in the uh, investigation field because I do want to. I know. I do want to get that up and running, and uh, maybe maybe that'll be my goal to uh, try to really push that agenda. I'd um, love to see you work your magic there. I would. That'd yeah, be pretty cool. That would be fun. That would be fun. And uh, honestly, the more I think about it, the more I want to dive into that. Um, our local uh, investigation uh, missing person. You know, mm-hmm. because I, I think there's just something missing there that's not yeah. out. And uh, yeah, so we'll see. Um, I think that's, like I said, that's going to be a big goal of mine. But yeah, so um, so I guess we can kind of leave it at that. But I will yeah. say, you know, hopefully everything works out and we're able to speak to Casey Kearney next week. Yeah. And you'll hopefully hear that interview next uh, episode. Yeah, most definitely. So happy new year, new year, everyone. And, uh, welcome to season two of stay tuned with Troy and Howie. And, uh, until, uh, next week, folks stay tuned. Thank you for listening to another episode. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at stay tuned TNH, email us stay tuned TNH at gmail.com. And uh, whichever podcast avenue you're listening to us on, Google, Apple, Spotify, uh, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And until next week, stay tuned.